guys, what is good? This is Morgan Mueller coming at you with the Joy and Hope podcast, where we seek to bring light to the dark. We actually have each of these episodes begin as a YouTube video. So if you would like to watch the original content on YouTube, search my name, Morgan, M-O-R-G-A-N, Mueller, M-U-E-L-L-E-R, on YouTube, look for the Joy and Hope logo. But otherwise, thanks for being here. Enjoy the podcast. Hey guys, Morgan here bringing you another episode of Joy in Hope. First off, Happy Easter. In the Catholic Church, we actually celebrate Easter for 50 days. The Easter season, I mean. So we are still in the midst of that celebration. So do not stop celebrating and do not stop eating those Reese's peanut butter eggs. But in all seriousness, Happy Easter, you guys. He is risen. Alleluia. And I know if you're anything like me, there are so many parts of your life that sometimes feel hopeless, that feel like, yeah, Lord, I see that you've resurrected. I see that you resurrect other people from different sins or addictions or just different desperate situations in their lives that you feel like are never going to get better. But you're not really doing that for me. You are not alone, friend. That is so real. That can, that yeah. That is just such a common feeling, and I relate to it a hundred thousand percent. I relate to that. And today, I want to share a story and a revelation actually that the Lord, I believe, gave me this year on Good Friday, so two days before Easter, the day that we remember um, Christ's suffering and death on the cross for us, and to save us from sin and death. So. Before we get into that, before I want to speak those words of hope and encouragement, I invite you to, as always, begin with prayer with me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Totus tuus Maria, ego sum, I am totally yours, Mary. So like I was saying, just a couple weeks ago, on Good Friday, I believe that the Lord gave me this revelation that Everything in our lives comes back to the garden. And I'm going to be talking about a couple different gardens and what I mean by that. But when I was explaining this to a friend recently and I read him what I wrote, he was like, I get it, but other people might not get it. So maybe have a disclaimer or something really simple to begin with before you kind of go deep. So basically, what I want to share and what I want to convey is that sometimes things start off really good. That's the nature of God, to create everything good. But then it seems like they turn out bad. And it might be bad for a really long time. But in the end, no matter how bad it is, Jesus enters into that and ultimately brings about a greater good. And nothing will ever overcome that greater good. And it all comes back to the garden. So here's what I mean. In Genesis 2.8, we read that God planted a garden in Eden where he created Adam and Eve. They lived in total peace and harmony. St. John Paul II calls this original unity. 
Yet when they chose to disobey God, original sin, so disorder, chaos, sin, and death, entered the world. God even cast them out of the garden. So this thing that had started so good seemed to end so badly. Until Christ I do not see how it could be a coincidence that Christ chose to enter into his passion in no other place than in a garden. And sure, it wasn't Eden, it was Gethsemane, but it had to be this way. Christ knew he had to enter into the heart of our broken humanity in order to heal it and restore us to former glory. He brought us back to the garden. It says in John 18, 1, he went forth with his disciples across the Kidron Valley where there was a garden which he and his disciples entered. Though this garden seemed to begin in despair, in darkness, it beheld Jesus' agony and arrest after all, and his betrayal by Judas, much like his father's betrayal in the garden by Adam and Eve. But this wasn't the end of the story. In John 19.41, we read, Now in the place where he was crucified, where the worst possible suffering of humanity was ever witnessed, there was a garden. And in the garden, a new tomb where no one had ever been laid. Stick with me, friend. We're going to get deep here. Yes, Jesus' body was laid in this tomb. But I believe that he allowed it to be for this purpose. He knew he had to die in order that we may live. That even if we live in sin and we do ultimately die, that those things don't get to have the final word. That no matter how long humanity waited for Christ to come, he came. That no matter how long you've suffered with this addiction, no matter how hopeless this situation feels, no matter how confused you are or unable to see the light, He's coming. In fact, he already came. And friend, he wants to bring this particular situation with him into the garden. And even though death might have to come first, he wants to breathe and bring this new life into you. He wants to resurrect you. He wants to give you new life and hope in this darkness. And in fact, I believe that even more so, he allowed it to be for the purpose that this new tomb, it says, symbolizes a new death, which Christ offered in. Not a death that is over and done with and that we never see the light of day afterward. But yes, like this death that he died, but so he could descend into hell. We say that in the creed, Jesus descended into hell. Why? Not because he did anything wrong or deserved to go there and not the hell of the damned, but the hell where Adam and Eve were. 
where all the saints that had gone before him were because no one could enter heaven yet. No one could enter heaven until Jesus came, died, broke the bonds of death, and brought new life. No one was able to go to heaven until Jesus did. So Jesus descended into hell to release Adam and Eve, Abraham and Isaac, Jacob and Rebekah, his father, St. Joseph, all of the chosen people who had died in his love and friendship. Your death, Lord, made a way for their new life as they could now, upon your resurrection, your ultimate victory over sin and death, enter into heaven. And this Your new heavenly kingdom is the new tomb where no one had ever been laid. It was not a tomb that we think of this side of heaven, a tomb where dead bodies are found, but the other side of this tomb where living souls are laid to rest in heaven, the land of the living, of eternal rest. And you, Lord, by your resurrection in this garden, Not just his death in this garden, but his resurrection in the garden. Because even though Jesus' dead body laid in the tomb, that was not what remained there. Jesus resurrected in that tomb, and he resurrected in that garden, and he left it. He didn't remain there. We read all throughout scripture of all the places that he appeared to his apostles after his resurrection. He didn't remain in the garden. He won the battle there. He claimed the victory in his own name. And he left to seek and find the lost. To breathe new life into his apostles who were afraid and who were still in the darkness. To bring his Holy Spirit down upon them at Pentecost, which is the end of the Easter season. The end of the 50 days. Jesus, yes, brought us back to the garden. But it didn't stay there. He freed us from sin and death in that place where it had first entered into the world. And nothing, St. Paul writes of this in his letter, no Like no thing this side of heaven, no angel, no principality, not nakedness, not peril, not the sword, not sin, not death. Nothing can separate us from the love that we have in Christ Jesus. It all comes back to the garden. All for the greater glory of God. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you guys and see you next time. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Joy and Hope podcast where we seek to bring light to the dark. If you enjoy our mission, we would love for you to become a patron on Patreon. Our patrons are what make it possible for us to continue doing Joy and Hope full-time, bringing you the inspiring creative content that uplifts you to live more joyful, hopeful lives. So please consider supporting us. Thanks so much for being here today. God bless and see you next time.